Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics on Right. I'm Egberto Willis, and the title of the shows listed are not correct. So I'm going to have to fix that uh, as we speak along. Anyway, how's my? How are my peeps doing? I trust. <clears throat> I trust everybody is doing just fine. I trust everybody is doing just fine. Anyhow, folks, we are going to have a great show for you today. If I can edit that while we speak, I will do so. But for some reason, I don't know if I can, but I will try. Anyhow, folks, we are going to have a good show for you today. I want you to realize that um, this weekend we had a, it was interesting. We What we did is we had, <laughs> I did three shows on Fridays, folks. Three shows on Fridays. You know why? Because Beto O'Rourke had a debate. The debate I thought was hmm, not all that, you know, but but it was what it was. And, you know, when when it happens, it happens. Anyhow, I'm trying to find um, I'm trying to get some stuff here as I speak. So if I'm a little bit discombobulated, it's because I'm trying to get stuff done right as we get started. I want to kind of cue a few things up here. Today, what are we going to talk about? Today, we are going to talk about numero uno. The uh, we're going to have a little thing that says defund the police is false. Uh, police is uh, is false, and uh, the the other topic is, hey, Republicans are hitting back Trump, and I don't know if what that really means, what that really entails. But it seems that way. I'm going to start reading your stuff um, in, a, in a few minutes. Just let me get one thing queued up right here as we speak. But anyway, how was your weekend? Go ahead in your, in your chat and let me know how your weekend was. Let me know if you had a... This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Good weekend. You had a bad weekend. You had a preferable weekend. You had a weekend that mattered. How did it go? Let me know how your weekend was so that we can actually talk about it. You know, I know you had a good weekend, didn't you? You had a good weekend. I had a, you know, it was my wife's birthday. So uh, uh, we, a few of us went out and had some good dinner at a good little place where I got, I, I had me a good salad, but it was worth it. I think you guys would have liked it. And I'm going to read in a minute. Anyway, come on, introduce yourselves, folks. Let me know who's here, who's already in the house. I see that we have Lee Grant in the house. I see Mike Cisek in the house, Bridge MCP in the house. I see um, Yvette Avery Herod in the house, AVQ. Rodnin, of course, is in the house. We can always depend on El Senor Rodnin being here with us. Uh, let's see. Some Michael Rodnin says, Uncle had his 101st birthday. Nice. Um, had her 28th birthday. Saw her newborn daughter for the first. Oh, that is so sweet. For the first time, my mom's birthday is tomorrow. Tell mom I say happy birthday, Radnin. Tell her, um, your buddy here says, lady, uh, you did a good job. You did a good job. All right. Uh, let's see who else is here. Mike Cisak here says he's only kind of sort of here. 
Well, no, you be here, brother. You know we want everybody here. Okay, let's start reading uh, reading this stuff here from El Señor Rodney. It says, uh, SciTech Daily, incredible telescope view captures dart asteroid impact on Monday, September 26, 2001 at 7.14 p.m. Uh, NASA's dart spacecraft successfully smashed into the asteroid Dimorpheus. Uh, the 160-meter, 525-foot uh, moonlit orbit, moonlit orbiting around a larger uh, Didymus asteroid. About 3.38 seconds later, the time it took for the light to arrive Earth, people all over the world saw the abrupt end to the live stream from the spacecraft, signaling that impact. And I think you asked me to put something on the screen. Let's see if I can actually get that there i think let me see if, it, if, it, if i oh yeah i can put that on the screen that should be funny all right uh this is what rodden wants you guys to see he wants you to see that asteroid about to hit and that's what it's doing and guess what it's going to be done abruptly it's done anyway good good little view of that asteroid hidden thank you mr rodden i think that was worth it all right continuing with the show uh npr in Brazil's election, Lula won more votes but will face Bolsonaro in a runoff. Official returns from Sunday's first round showed Lula da Silva, a former two-term president, universally known as Lula, with 48.4% of the votes and compared to 43.2% for Bolsonaro. That is a difference of about 5.2%. The remaining votes went to nine other candidates. I can imagine that would have happened if Lula got 50% and prevented Bolsonaro from having a chance in the runoff. This is a good day for democracy, the Amazon rainforest, and the world. Not yet. Bolsonaro is a crooked guy. So we have to make sure that uh, we support in, in voice and everywhere to ensure that Bolsonaro is going to lose and to make sure that Luna da Silva uh, wins, okay? Um, he is uh, the, the, the leftist. Da Silva is the leftist the one who's going to save the rainforest or the ones who promote saving the rainforest. Okay. CNN Babak Ranch, a 100% uh, solar community, endured Hurricane Ian with no loss of power and minimal damage. Babcat Ranch calls itself America's first solar power town. Its nearby solar ray made up 700,000 700, individual panels, generates more in, in electricity than a 2,000 home neighborhood uses. In a state where most electricity is generated by burning natural gas, a planet-warming fuel. The streets is in this meticulously planned neighborhood were designed to flood, so houses don't. Native landscape along roads helps storms, power, and internet lines are buried underneath to prevent wind damage. This is all in addition to being built to Florida's robust building codes. Climate resiliency was built into the fabric of the town with stronger storms in mind. So when Hurricane Ian came barreling down South Florida this week, it was true test for the community, and it passed. It passed. The storm obliterated the nearby Fort Myers and Naples areas with record-breaking surge in winds over 100 miles per hour. It knocked out power more than 2.6 million people. You know, I, it drives me crazy, right? All, all we allow utility companies, right? To again, we de we're dependent on power. We know certain areas have heavy duty hurricanes, heavy duty icing. All we need to do is bury cables. It's extremely, extremely expensive to do that compared to running lines. But think about how much is saved doing it right once. But that's not how capitalism works, folks. It's about making that quick profit today. That's what it's all about. 
All right, this is a long one from Michael, but it's a very important one. The Hill. Judge rules against Stacey Abrams' organizations in Georgia voting rights lawsuit, showing that the law is a human institution. Evidence and the weight of fact means nothing if the judge says otherwise while throwing away that evidence. Also, to the conservatives in chat, just remember that the voter fraud is a myth, but systemic election fraud by way of voter suppression is all too real. Long details from the article. Read only if you have the time. A federal judge has ruled. I, I, I shouldn't have read that one. A federal judge has ruled against an organization founded by Stacey Abrams, the Democratic gubernatorial nominee for Georgia, stating that the state's election practices do not violate constitutional rights. They do. Uh, the decision from the U.S. District Court Judge Steve Jones marks the end of a four-year battle. Judge Jones wrote, although Georgia's election system is not perfect, uh, the, it, the challenge part, uh, practices violate neither the Constitution nor the Voting Rights Act. Having held a non-jury trial and considered the evidence arguments of the parties for the foregoing reasons, the court finds in favor of defendants and against plaintiff. Fair fight, Georgia which Abrams formed shortly after the, her narrow defeat to Governor Brian Kemp in the state's 2018 gubernatorial race, filed a lawsuit to ask the judge to make changes to the state's election system, arguing that it suppresses voter turnout. Abrams accused Kemp, who was serving as Secretary of State at the time, of mismanagement of pending it if the information does not exactly match information on record at the Department of Driver Services or the Social Security Administration. The plaintiffs argued that Georgia election system violates the rights to vote from the 1st and 14th, 14th Amendments to the Constitution, a ban on racial discrimination in voting in the 15th Amendment, equal protection under the uh, and procedural due process under the law under the 14th Amendment and the Voting Rights Act 1965. The group argued that the state election board and Georgia Secretary of State provided inadequate, inadequate training to county election officials in an absolute in an absentee ballot cancellation procedure they also allege the secretary of state mismanaged the voter registration database all of that is true but again if you're if you're leaving it up to a judge and the judge has to decide that even though you bring the facts it's amazing right sometimes they get it right when donald trump tried to lie to them they got it right but something about trying to give the benefit of the doubt to the voter they never get it. They never get it. All right. Hello, Yvette. Hello, Bridge, Lee Grant, all of you. Missed the Ask Saturday. I'm so sorry you missed the Ask on Saturday, Bridge. We had a good one. Mike Cisak, except defund the police is true. That's not true. That's absolutely false, and we'll play that. Lee Grant, Beto too extreme for Texas. Beto is not extreme at all. Beto is not extreme enough for me. Bridge MCSP, no bad words. It's all about good for po police. Why should they handle stuff they aren't trained for? Makes them look bad. Thank you very much. You're absolutely right. And that's what we're going to show in a piece that I'm going to play. Uncle had his hundred and words. I wrote that wrote that already. Mike Cisak is started here. Uh, we got, who else is here? Norman Reynolds says, estoy aquí. Folks, Norman is teaching you all Spanish. Estoy aquí means, guess what, folks? I'm here. All right. Lee Grant says, Recent headlines, Austin Police Morale Centered af uh, cratered after city defunded the police embrace BLM survey. You know something? I don't listen to what most police have to say. Look, there are good policemen out there, but a large percentage of policemen are just liars. And I'll tell, I will say that everywhere. You, you look at the police report, it never seems to reflect reality. 
and especially if you're a person of color, it almost never reflects reality, the police report. It is always, and I'm look, I am, I am not playing a card or anything. I'm just saying how it is. Police are a special brand, a special brand. Many of these are the people who want to feel like th- to control. So they're, they're mad because they got uh, monies that, that should be gone into psychology and taking care of things that they shouldn't take care of. They want to control everything, but their answer to everything is a gun. No. All right. Mike Cisak said Lula should still be in jail. That's funny. Bolsonaro should be in jail. Bridge MCP says, Lou, look at image. That's what I mean. All right. Let's continue here. It's not Luna. It's Lula. 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 Okay. Ronit says, Mike Cisak, I can imagine you're being, being saying something similar when Trump runs for jail, <laughs> runs from jail in 2024. Yep. 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 Egberto Willis, any reaction from Booster? Actually, yes, I got the booster and I was real tired yesterday, but so far so good. Linda had a, a severe reaction. She was really knocked out yesterday, even though she went to church. Ashley had a reaction as well. Uh, she became immediately, actually about an hour or two later, she became real tired, but she got over it and and everything. Linda usually gets a reaction the second day, which she did. Ash usually get it the first day, which she did. I usually just get it. Who knows? But I worked through it. All right. Lee Grant says, is it okay to purge the voter rolls of the dead? Yes, it is. Where does the left stand on this? No. If somebody's dead, they shouldn't appear in the voter rolls. But you better make sure they're really dead. All right. Robert Davenport says, greetings, progressives. And likewise, May Wood is in the house. Welcome, May Wood. Norman Reynolds says, history is written by the winners and laws. A.R. Arek. I don't know what Eric laws what maybe also that's what you meant. All right, Bridge MCP says I stand with no dead can vote. I agree. I agree. I agree. Robert Davenport says I hope Florida Republicans continue to vote in person and not by mail. <laughs> LOL. Change is going to come earlier than some thought. I agree. It's funny, right? It's funny how now that that the Republican area in in um Florida got hit. Oh, they want all kinds of things now, right? Amazing. The hypocrisy, the hypocrisy. Eric Hayes says, Robert O could not answer go for your guns coming. Why? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Let's see. Egberto Willis want to get but was wondering. Your family had reaction but preconditions. Yeah. Look. Breach. I would go get the fifth vaccine. It has the Omicron in it and so forth. So please get it. Uh, the reaction is no worse than just feeling tired and a cold. Uh, not a cold, uh, like a achiness. For, uh, Linda didn't get a lot of achiness. She was just super tired. Went to sleep, woke up in the morning, did just fine. E2247 says, in an email to employees of the University of Idaho, the UI General uh, Council cautioned them against running afoul of various state anti-abortion laws. In effect, issuing a gag order on discussion of abortion within the University of Idaho. Wow. All right. Peggy Lopez says, Jupiter and Saturn will be visible in the night sky throughout the month of October and this month. And next is also a great opportunity to view, to view the Olinard meteor shower. Great. 
I had to, you know, I'm, I'm just going, I'm talking fast. I'm excited. We had a great show on voters, on voting rights. And so, I mean, on voting and what you got to do at KPFT. So I'm all excited. I have a headache, but I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. I am pumped. I'm pumped because I'm with you guys. I'm pumped because I had a good uh, show with John Cotter. John Cotter is the airline pilot who is always in Germany and, and watches us from Frankfurt and different parts of the world. He, he was the special guest today on, on Politics Done Right, so I'm super happy. All right, let's see. Um, Michael Rodney says, Lee Grant has been talking this talking point for the right-wing bubble again. Yeah, but we still love Lee Grant, man. All right, CIA just invested in woolly mammoth resurrection technology while skeptics doubt the prospects for this, the, the, the extinction. The CIA's venture capital firm deems powerful genetic manipulation tools worth the money. Okay, Eric Hayes, Egberto, you're listening to Fauci, one of the few, I think. No, actually, a lot of people took, I, I went to CVS and a lot of people were taking the Omicron vaccine. All right, Robert Davenport says, got the Omicron booster, no negative reaction, please protect yourself. You know, for all those that don't take it, if they get it and die, I will f- still feel bad for them. But I don't want them to die. Okay, Michael Ryan says, Egberto, we're currently in a trough for a wave. When the next wave starts, that's when I get vaccinated again. I'm checking the updates on the weekly. Okay, that, that's fine, um, Michael. Um, <laughs> when, when that next wave comes, I may need to have my sixth vaccine. Who knows? No, I want to stay, stay ahead of the game. That's what I'm doing. Beto Abbott, no clear winner is what they said, but actually the report came out that Beto won the debate. Uh, Abbott, I, I, look, I didn't like the debate at all, but Abbott was just, well, Abbott was just Abbott. All right, let's see. Our TA dollar signs at work in Iowa. Yes, tax dollars in Iowa. Peggy Lopez has been to the Wendy Woolly the Woolly Mama Science Center in Geyser, South Dakota. Great place to see. Do not necessarily want to see those huge monsters roaming around my neighborhood. I know, but boy, would I love to see something that big running, right? That's what I would love to see. All right, what time is it? Let's go to our first uh, video. Our first video. Let me let let's let's do one thing real quick first. Let me do a refresh on this screen. I want to make sure that I got the right information in there. You know how you guys run a ring. All right, I'm going to play the first video. It's a short one, very short one, just to point out what's going on in in Trump's world. Check this out the leader of the Republican Party. You can't even find a few people to speak out against. I mean, sh- should Republicans follow your playbook, Scott? They should not. We're on the ballot. Uh, well, <laughs> look, October of an election year, I, I mean, I don't know. Everybody's got to run their own race. For 2024, look, he's lost the national popular vote twice. He's never gotten more votes than a Democrat in his entire life. It is unlikely that he would get more votes in 2024. Do we want to plunge the party and the country into chaos again? There you go. There you go. Donald Trump has officially lost many. I, I, I love what he says. He has never, Donald Trump, has never, ever won the popular vote. In other words, from Donald Trump existence into running for president. Most Americans says, said, 
We don't want that guy. We do not want Donald Trump. Understand all of those who are attempting to force Donald Trump on the rest of us. They are doing something most of us say, the vast majority of Americans say, we don't want. We don't want Donald Trump. It's that simple. We don't want Donald Trump. So I don't know what else to tell you. I haven't the foggiest idea what else to tell you. Americans do not want Donald Trump. So for all of those that are sitting that, that, hey, Robert Davenport, thank you so kindly for supporting Politics Done Right with your super chat. He says, hello, Bridge MCP and all the great progressive women in the PDR posse. So uh, so brother Robert Davenport gave, it, gave us great support and by giving us a super chat and he's challenging others to do the same. And he's saying, great progressive women. We have great progressive women in the chat and out of the chat. And by the way, folks, you can give us some stars as well. Anyway, so um, I tell you what, folks, let's go ahead and get busy. Let me get back to the messages that you guys have out here. I have another video, important one as well. But anyway, um, let's see. Maywood says, replying to Eric Hayes, she is talking about aid, not whether or not the storm was equitable. What she is saying is the aid funds will be distributed according to need and for once, not based on a person's wealth or standing. And it's not hard to see that. Let me give an example. Let's say there are a whole bunch of, there's a lot of damage all over the city. And the government allocates $1 billion for that money. And the home, let's say a whole lot of half a million homes got damaged. But a whole lot more trailer park homes a whole lot more uh, regular price homes get damaged. If we distributed that saying, we're going to give it to X number of people based on, in other words, if that person have $300,000 worth of damage, they get $300,000. If that person down below the river gets uh, $10,000 worth of damage, they get $10,000. But there's a finite amount of money to be distributed, uh, uh, a half a billion that is not equitable distribution because we make the rich person whole by taking an abundance of that money. Even though that rich person got rich on the backs of everything else, and I, I, if, if you want that explained, we can, but that is not equitable distribution. You have to make the smaller folk whole. Because the amount that they require is so much less than that wealthy person. And that wealthy person, well, you get the point. Eric Hayes says, currently, Kabul is forcing all of us to be worse off now financially, period, just a fact. How about first show of force against the Saudi president on Biden? I don't think they are. Huh? First of all, Donald Trump has been Saudi's buddy for a long time. You went and break bread with them and, and rub, on, rub on globes with them. And Kabul is forcing all of us worse off. I don't get what that means. 
but it is, I don't get, hey, Bridge MCP just gave a, a, a super chat, another super chat. Hey, Robert Davenport, thank you for the men who understand and support women. And you are one of them. I love Davenport. I love Bridge MCP. Thank you for supporting this program. I couldn't do this without all you supporters because you know what, man? It is rough. But thank you guys for putting put in your money where your eyes, your mouth, and your oomph are. So thank you so kindly. Rodnin says, hey, conservatives, you want to defend, defend us? Let's see what he has there because that, oh, <laughs> I told you about the globe. All right. Let me tell you something. Remember this, Eric. Like I said, the internet is a great thing because we can always see what the thug-in-chief did. That's what your thug-in-chief did. Take some money from the Pelosi 200. Uh, why don't you talk something sensible, my dear brother? I love you. You know that. But come on, man. Add something sensible today. I know you got it in you. You had it all in you on, on, on Ask Egberto. You're such a smart dude. Why do you think you got to play that game here? You're such a smart man. You don't have to play that game here. Okay, let's see what else we got. Yeah, folks, like I tell you, all our people are really smart. I mean, ideology is a difficult thing because it forces people to places they don't want to be, places they shouldn't be, places that brings down their their, their morality. Okay, let's see. I think it's, uh, we, we're at 328. What, what should I do now? I'm not going to put the video on yet. I'm going to go ahead and continue reading. Hey, Eric Hayes, to the left, it is a game. Make everyone poor. Hmm. He said it's a game to make everyone poor. Medicare for all or health care for all ensures that other people get things. To do. Peggy Lopez with a super chat. Thank you. So Peggy, Peggy doubled up on both of our great folks. Okay. Okay. You both have got me joining in. Egberto is lucky. It is the beginning of the month. Thank you, Miss Peggy Lopez for your super chat. We couldn't do it without all of you, man. You guys are like, you guys are like great, man. You, you, it's almost like sometimes you, you understand what's going on out here. Thank you. All right, let's continue, let's continue, let's continue. Way to go, Peggy Lopez from Robert Davenport. Bridge MCP says, woohoo, Peggy Lopez. And Bridge also says, woohoo, Pegut. Hey, Peggy, she spelt your name with a T. Get her. She spelt your name with a P. I'm, I'm trying to create problems here. All right. Um, I said something earlier today on, on the show at KPFT, and it has to do about voting. And I want to thank... I really want to thank um, uh, John Cotter for spending some time with us at KPFT today in our noon program because he was a he was a treasure of in, uh, a treasure trove of information on getting people to vote on showing all the restrictions that Republicans are trying to put onto us to stop those who want to vote morally from voting. So I want to thank, again, John Carter for coming in. You enlightened a whole lot of people. But I also mentioned something on, on, the, sh on the show about Ukraine and voting. And it goes like this. Ukraine just got another billion dollars, I think, last week. Or recently. Okay, another billion dollars. Jackson, Mississippi. Brown water is coming out of the taps. 
Jackson, Mississippi needs less than a billion dollars. And Jackson, Mississippi is still waiting. So the good people of Ukraine, so far, according to Hayes, I think it's more than 13 billion. I thought it was 40 something billion. But according to Hayes, 13 billion dollars have gone to Ukraine. We have needs in the United States. I want Ukraine to be successful. But you cannot have a successful Ukraine and a failing part of the United States. Flint, Michigan. Jackson, Mississippi. And all the areas in Appalachia and elsewhere that need an influx in money to save them. Uh, Mike C. Sack says, blue states have the highest wealth gap average. I'm not going to deny that. They also have the highest wealth. And red states are the poorest states. And wealth states take more from the federal government than blue states. And red states, the people are less healthy than in blue states because of poor health care. And red states are less educated than blue states. Do we really want to go on that on, on those on those itemizations? We don't want to go there because red states are almost often like third world countries. And let me explain about third world countries. There are a lot of wealthy people in third world countries. It's just that you have a small wealthy class, and that wealthy class is then served by everybody else. Think about that. That looks just like the South. Just like what Brett Favre did. Brett Favre took money. Brett Favre took money from the poor. You know, they like to talk about a welfare queen. Well, Brett Favre is a welfare king. He took a million dollars from the, the starving mouths of poor people and another $5 million to make his kid happy. Is that moral? Was that the right thing to do? How many Republicans are out there really letting him have it like they normally, if, if like when Nancy Pelosi has $200 million and she's doing certain things, Eric Hayes is talking about that. Shouldn't you say Brett Favre was taking food out of the mouth of children? Robert Davenport says Mississippi is red and the poorest state in the union. Yet, they were happy to take a million dollars destined for some of those poor people and give it to one of the richest persons in that state. It is shameful. It is something that we should never tolerate. It is something that we should call out. And it's something that we should shame many about. Okay, let's see what else we got here. The CIA just invested in... Okay, I, I saw that. I saw that. Okay, let's go ahead and, and uh, go for the, the next video. Let, let me play it up a, a bit. Uh, the, 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 the theory, you know, there, there is a moniker, defund the police. The moniker defund the police was never to say, let's take money away from the police, uh, the, the job that the police needs to do to keep communities safe and somehow got, get rid of them. That was never the case. The case was always take the monies away that would normally go for for. Whenever instead of a cop going to take care of a of a, 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 a 
mental issue, we send people experienced to do the mental issue. You have a family crisis, we send people capable of handling family crises. That is what defund was all about. It was a moniker like that. That's exactly what it means. But they didn't want to do that. They wanted to use that as, oh, get rid of the cops. I want you to listen to what Jasmine, uh, Jasmine Crocker has to say because she's going to be the next congresswoman from the Dallas area and she understands the material, no spin, what it's all supposed to be. We're, they're going to talk about crime rates and a bit more. So check this out and then we'll take it on the other side. Republicans are resorting to their tried and true method of fear mongering and race baiting by focusing on crime. Take a listen. Meet Mandela Barnes, a different kind of Democrat. So different, his heroes? People like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar. They support ending cash bail, putting criminals back on the street. So does Mandela Barnes. He wrote the bill, said courts could not rely on the nature, number, or gravity of crimes to keep someone behind bars, releasing dangerous criminals into our communities. Mandela Barnes, a different Democrat, a dangerous Democrat. <laughs> a different kind of Democrat. Now, what the ad is truly saying is that Mandela Barnes would be Wisconsin's first black senator. So it's not necessarily a dog whistle we hear. That sounds more like a bullhorn to me. Joining me now, as you can see, we were already into the conversation, <laughs> Texas State Representative, civil rights attorney, and candidate for Congress, Jasmine Crockett, and political strategist, Lucy Caldwell, both here with me on set. Um, I am really happy to have you ladies here. The New York Times piece pointing out uh, that Republicans are intensifying their focus on crime and public safety, but they're vague on specific policy details. They um, they see the issue as, as one that can motivate their conservative base. I'm just curious, will the idea of fear of lawlessness work for the GOP, especially considering, Lucy, they are committing actual crimes that we see playing out before the country right now. I mean, I think we need to keep playing January 6th video and all the denier BS on a loop um, long after midterms, just to remind people who the crime committers are. Well, I think that's true, but I think that one of the reasons that the crime issue is the one that they're clinging to is it is one, whether it's real or not, mm -hmm. perception is reality for voters, and it's something that people feel in their communities. People in their communities don't feel January 6th. They don't mm. feel the threat to our democracy. And there's another big elephant in the room for Republicans ahead of the midterms, which is the abortion issue, which yes. they are all <laughs> running away from as fast as they can. Why is that issue so potent? Why is that issue so powerful for non-nutjob candidates? Yeah. It's potent because it resonates with people's lived experiences. So I would say that Republicans pivot to crime, whether genuine or not, is an attempt to react to that, that potency so that they can say, hey, we too are trying to talk about an issue that affects your daily lives. Yeah, that's a really good point. This is why I love having you on the show. <laughs> you're making good points. That if you're, because I think those of us in the Beltway, we consume the minutiae of it all the time. Yeah. You know, we read five and six papers every morning. But when you're at home, you know, having your coffee with your family, you're not necessarily talking about January 6th. So what do you think um, will, will happen in, in midterms, Jasmine? Because I soon I'll have to call you Congresswoman. Uh, I'll call you Jasmine as long as I can. Um, what do you think is going to happen with this? Like, will these uh, bullhorn racist attack ads, Willie Horton 2.0 type things work? Because quite honestly, there have been a spike in homicides. That has nothing to do with Democratic policies, of course. And certainly Mandela Barnes is not 
yeah. responsible for any such thing. But will that work with the Republican voter base? You know, I, I absolutely think that there's a possibility. I mean, we see Republicans consistently go after fear instead of going after facts, right? Um, the reality is that he's running against an incumbent. So if I'm an incumbent, when I'm going to go out and I'm going to tell you about my record, I'm going to tell you how I have made your life better. But he can't speak to that. So all that he can do is attack. And we have seen that the polls are tightening. You know, it's the misinformation that really frustrates me as somebody that actually practices criminal defense as well. Ron Johnson knows that we're not the ones that are dealing with the local police. That's not what we do on the federal level. And I know that there's been a lot of talk in Wisconsin about Mandela at some point in saying defund the police. And there's always these attacks and they're saying, hey, whatever y'all do when y'all run, don't say it. But the reality is that if it hadn't been said, we wouldn't still be talking about it. It was so provocative. But to be clear, black people want law enforcement in their communities. When they call 911, they want them to show up. And a lot of times it's the black communities where they're not showing up. And one of the reasons they may not be showing up is because they don't look at those as priority calls and they're having to prioritize their calls because law enforcement is playing dog catcher. Law enforcement is playing social worker. And so they're not wanting to talk about what defund was about, which it was always about making sure it was actually supporting law enforcement. Because when they signed up, they signed up to protect and serve, not to do all these other jobs. And so it was about efficiency. Um, so well, but defund the police isn't a democratic political um, policy. Uh, and it really is a reallocation of funds. So when you say black people want law enforcement, yes, but they also don't want to call law enforcement and then become a victim of absolutely. law enforcement. I think that's yeah, a, a good, that's, good point. That's, that's absolutely right. Absolutely. So, you know, um, there, I, I saw, I, I saw a piece, um, I don't remember where it was that I saw it, but uh, it was one on one of these talk shows. And it, the, the question was asked is how, oh, I, I think I played that for you guys a few, a few days ago. It was a governor from California, Newsom. Newsom said, how can you possibly allow Republicans to have the crime issue as a positive for them? When, what, when most red states are, uh, all, Eight out of 10 red states, crime rate is higher. All red states have gun violence higher than they are in blue states. And worse, more rapes occur in Texas than rapes occur in California. California having a hell of a higher population than Texas, yet there are more rapes. And when when you throw guns in the streets, you get all this wild, wild west type of gun violence created by the laws passed by Gregory Abbott. Greg Abbott is responsible for the crime rate, period. Repeat, Greg Abbott is responsible for the crime rates, period. Okay, so let, let's get that straight right now. We should not make this an issue that somehow Republicans can run on. Mike, uh, uh, Eric Hayes like to say red states, blue cities. No, no, it's red state. The buck stops with the governor of that state. If we're looking at the state, we don't say, hey, if that state is blow, uh, voting red and some reason crime rate is still high, that is a responsibility, as you would always say. Uh, don't get away from your responsibility, Eric. So they need to hold responsibility. Red states are states where there's more crime. There are more crime because of the policies within those red states. A bunch of guns, but, uh, rape, all that good stuff that's tolerated. Let's be clear here. Let's be clear. A red states are bigger states as well. And I live in a red states, folks. 
We take more from the federal government than we put in. Our kids are less educated because our leaders, the Republican leaders, don't believe in education. We can go item after item after item, but they want to keep a population uneducated. That's their goal. An uneducated population can be fooled. An uneducated population can be lied to. An uneducated population is dangerous to their own being. And until we start to realize these issues, folks, until we start to realize these issues, not much changes, right? But that's okay. Uh, that's what Politics Done Right is here for. That is what Politics Done Right is here for. All right, let's see what else we got here. Coming up, coming up, coming up. Uh, Paul Fleming says, preach. You know what, Paul? Uh, we got it, man. We have a posse here. And we are going to be out there telling the message. Melanie Keaton is with us, getting in late, evening all. Melanie, love to see you here. Thank you for being at uh, Ask Egberto Anything. It was Great hearing your voice and hearing your input. Bridge MCP says, police are not trained for emotional or mentally ill people. So defunding them for that and using the funding for others to react with police is the issue. Defunding police was a bad choice of words. I agree wholeheartedly. But they wanted to get attention. And you know what? They did. They did. And they could have known that. Okay. Uh, no, before I open that stuff, uh, let me see what it's Rodney wants to play. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, oh. <laughs> okay. Um, let's go ahead. And we'll we'll see if we have time for that one at the end. Um, and we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Let's get back here. Let's get back here. Let's get back here. Every case says, why not talk about freaking low or no bonds in Harris County over 180? Look, I'm not going to talk about that because the bond issue is a complicated issue. You could have a, a, a person that's a person that can afford a million dollar bond. He gets and, and the judge let them out. What happened when that person kills somebody? Are you going to say, let's just not have bonds? I mean, so the, argue is, the argument is, is, um, is baseless and silly. Uh, E2247 says, timeline on the Mississippi welfare scandal focus on Brett Favre and volleyball stadium built with millions of dollars in welfare funds. Shame, right? Shame, shame, shame. Uh, let's see, E2247, read the text and review the docs to see how it all went down. Yeah, I read that. It's amazing, isn't it? Okay, line starts with North in Washington. No, line starts right here in Texas. I heard so many lies on the show. Robert Davenport says, red state legislature and red governors overrule blue city mayors and elected councils. Flint, Michigan, prime example. Oh, my God. Why do I have to have the smartest people on the planet on my show? Eric A says, own your defund rhetoric, Beto. He doesn't, he does, he, I, I think he owns it. He should own it. I agree with it. Michael Ronin says, Egberto, trust me, that's a good one. Michael, trust you? Why should I? No, you're trustworthy. Let me tell you what I got to think about. I got to think about... Um, whether it's copyrighted, I don't know. Um, I, I don't know how to. Let me let me take a look at it. I'll, I'll, I'll take a look at it and and see. Got, got to figure that one out. I got to figure that one out. Eric K says BS justification of murder. Wow, no, it's not a BS. It's a fact. Michael Rodney says paste witch. Don't know. At, as it comes to whether someone should be remanded or released from trial. 
you need to ask only two questions. Are they a threat to their community? Are they a flight risk? That's it. Exactly right. All right. I hope you watch this short one from Ben Brainard. Okay. Cash bail. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch that one, Michael. I think that is something that should be educational. All right. Let's see what else we, what else we got here. Um, let's see if I can do this. I want to, it looks like it's a good one from Rudnan. Let's see. Oh, where is it? I thought you, oh, wow. Hold on a second. I, I want to put the, Rudnan gave us a, a, an, another one here that I think I want to try. Uh, let's see. Uh, where is it? I'm getting old, folks. I'm moving slower. No, I can't. I can't. I can't. Oh, okay. I think I can do that one. I think that should be okay because I think they allow you to stitch that and all of that. So let's go ahead and let's go ahead and do this one for Brother Rudnan. Okay. Let, let's let's go ahead and do it. Uh, let me put it on here and let's go this way. And let's see if it'll fly. The whole purpose of the purge, don't you think? What does he mean, Illinois? He means he hates poor people. Yeah, I thought that was kind of all of our thing. Yeah, 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 okay. We all hate poor people, but this law is going to help fix issues in the prison system. How? You know about cash bail? I'm very well aware of cash bail. I'm getting rid of it. But money, that's the point, Florida. Cash bail only penalizes poor people. I haven't really had cash bail since the 90s. I also got rid of bail a few years ago. Something like 60% of everybody in jail right now hasn't even been convicted of a crime. I got rid of cash bail for most crimes too. The medium pretrial wait time is like two to three months. If you can't afford bail, guess who just lost the job? Then they shouldn't have done the crime. They haven't had trial yet. You're gonna hold someone for two months just to find out they're innocent? You ain't got cash bail neither? <laughs> nope. The cash bail system is really just perpetuating the whole cycle of poverty. I hear what y'all are saying, and I understand. But, but I just passed a law making cash bail mandatory. Illinois is passing a purge law. Passing a law kind of defeats the whole purpose of the purge, don't you think? What does he mean, Illinois? He means he hates poor people. Yeah, I thought that was kind of all of our thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 okay. We all hate poor people, but this law is gonna help fix issues in the prison system. How? You know about cash bail? I'm very well aware of cash bail. I'm getting rid of it. But money! That's the point, Florida. Cash bail only penalizes poor people. I haven't really had cash bail since the 90s. I also got rid of bail a few years ago. Something like 60% of everybody in jail right now hasn't even been convicted of a crime. I got rid of cash bail for most crimes, too. The medium pretrial wait time is like two to three months. If you can all right, I think I, I think you get the point, folks. And by the way, Robert Davenport came back with another super chat. He says, police should be used to prevent and respond to crime. Currently, they are used to generate revenue and suppress the poor and people of color. Yes, we should defund those police roles. Yeah, and you know, uh, when Bridge MCP said uh, it was bad marketing, she's absolutely right. There are a lot of things that progressives have a tendency to do that is uh Oh, ask time. I forgot about that. That is, I'm going to do it right now. That is really, 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 really bad um, stuff, right? So um, we need to learn. We need a Frank. We need a progressive Frank Luntz. Look up Frank Luntz. He knows to make crap smell like perfume. Uh, Frank Luntz. I mean, he knows how to do it. He knows how to do it. But anyhow, let me do my ask and then we shall return. Politics done right depends on you to keep doing what we do. What do we do? We make sure to keep, number one, the Internet seeded with blogs and information to counter the right and to present what 
progressives represent for the benefit of us all to everybody so that it's not misread, misled by any other entity. We make sure and populate that internet with blogs, with videos, with all these other things to make sure that we are informed and to counter everything that you normally hear that, that are lying at the right. We also make sure to create articles in, in magazines, articles in newspapers all around the country to ensure, again, that our message gets out there. Last but not least, we also write books. As you see it, Class Warfare, the only re resort to right-wing doom, How to Make America Utopia, are two of the many books that I've written on these issues. So please support us in one of many ways. Numero uno, you can support us at PayPal, either one time or monthly, go to politicsdoneright.com slash PayPal. You can support us on Patreon. That is politicsdoneright.com slash Patreon. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. You can support us by becoming a part of our YouTube channel, going to politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube, or you can support us in many other forms that you can find at politicsdoneright.com slash support. Be sure to visit our store, politicsdoneright.com slash store, and get our books at politicsdoneright.com slash books. Hey, guys, thank you so kindly. Hey, Bridge MCP, another super chat. Thank you so kindly. She said, this is what Bridge says inside of her super chat. Robert P. made me do it. Stop it. Love you all. And I mean all. Thank you, Bridge. Uh, you know, you like, <laughs> like I said, guys, uh, couldn't do this without you. Could not do this without you. We have a long election season and beyond, and we have to get it covered. And by the way, you know, at KPFT, we're working hard at KPFT to really build up that station as well. Um, that has it, you know, I mean, um, <laughs> uh, Today, uh, today, uh, one of the outsiders, um, John Cotter, got to see how much work we have left to do there, painting and stuff all over the place and things in boxes, but we're on the air. When you're doing this kind of work, that is, all, that is what it's all about. And I want to thank all of you, Bridge, uh, Bridge MCP, Robert Davenport, Peggy Lopez, today you guys made my day. Thank you so kindly for all those super chats. All right, let's see. Couldn't do it without you. Let's continue. Let's continue. Back, back to y'all, Robert Davenport. <laughs> there she goes. There she goes, giving Davenport a hard time. All right. Cron Channel, uh, KRON Channel 4. 47 Almeida County deputies deemed psychologically not suited for duty. Imagine that. A staggering number of Alameda County deputies were de demoted, ordered to turn in their service weapons and stripped of their authority as law enforcers on Friday, according to a letter written by Sheriff Gregory Aham. A recent internal audit uh, dug into deputies' prior background checks and found that 47 deputies were designated not suited for duty by their psychological examinations. A deputy anonymously uh, provided KRON uh, uh, with a copy of the letter Monday. The 47 deputies will be restricted to test duties until they are retested with psychological exams and pass. The internal audit combed through every deputy's background check. And I mean, I, like I tell you, some of those folks who get those jobs are, many of them are power hungry. I'm not saying all. My cousin is a, is a detective in New York or was a detective in New York until he retired. 
uh, tears of poor people will continue to link uh, to link no bail to crime. It's amazing. Yep, yep, you're right, Norman. Bridge MCP says, may we hope the majority of police are good. I Look, I, it, I would say the plurality, not the majority. Because all most police officers have seen other police officers do wrong, and they let it slide. That make them complicit. All right, back at you, Robert Davenport. All right, let's see what else we got here. Paul Fleming says, I sent stars from Facebook. Thank you. Thank you. El Senor Paul Fleming sent us some stars. I I appreciate you, brother. I really, really do. Norman said, I said bail penalizes poor people, but the GOP haters of poor people will continue to link bail with crime because that's what they want to do. Egberto Willis, Paul sent stars. Shout out to Paul. Paul, Paul, Paul. Gracias por las estrellas. Thank you so kindly for those stars. Uh, sadly, most of those deputies will end up back on the streets armed once again, but they will have a bullseye on them. They'll have a bullseye on them. Man, when you're having fun, times fly so fast. Just like the show that I did at noon, it just kind of flew. But like I said, it's just great. But a lot of you, a lot of my PDR posse wasn't at the show today. We had a lot of folks from the Democratic Party, a lot of folks from the, not the Democratic Party, the Democratic groups. A lot of folks showed up and get their high. And then we had people who apparently found us as they were surfing the internet, I mean, surfing the um, the radio dials, etc. We got some great calls, some really, really good calls. I mean, that's what it's all about, people. That's what it's all about. Having and, and forming a community and working together and making it happen. And you know what? We are going to make, we are making it happen. Now we're going to make it happen. Now we have a lot of work to do still. Mike Cisak says, Maywood, yet we've finding out line left this after investigation by IGs. <sighs> you know, um, I would love to get Mike Cisak. Daniel Ledo, uh, Eric Hayes, Lee Grant, to just sit down with me and have some coffee in person. Will any of you fly out here and talk with me just so we can have a long talk? Actually, I have a place I can put you. You can actually stay in my house. You know, I have, uh, you know, uh, I have a couple rooms. I'll put some bunks in there so that we can all be together and spend a whole weekend together or something. I want to really, you know, we got to, we got to, I don't think Mike think, I think, I don't think Mike thinks, uh, but have a great day, AVQ. Thanks for being here. A happy birthday. Tell you, give your mom this. Happy birthday to Rudnin's mom. Happy birthday to Rudnin's mom. Happy birthday, Rudnin's mom. Happy birthday to you. Give that, cut that and give it to her. All right? Give that to her. Tell her that uh, that, we, that that you are in a place where you're loved also. Uh, I, <laughs> uh, this is for Eric. Please show. Okay, what is, well, let's see what is for Eric. Uh, okay, let's go. Let's, get, let's give it to Eric. Eric's a good guy. Okay, here it is, Eric. Michael wants me to show you this. The inventor of the engine, many argue about who really did it, used a horse every day of his life. He had to because that was what was available at the time while he figured out how to make it easier. The inventor of the light bulb worked by candlelight. The inventor of the steel had a house full of iron. P. 
people building cleaner, more renewable energy need to drive cars, ride on planes, and heat their houses with gas because that is what's available to them. Participating in the world as it is does not disqualify you from trying to improve it. I love that. And I think Michael, I mean, Eric, what Michael just put on the screen there, I think is definitely something for you to um, munch on. Okay. All right. Let's see what else we got here before we go. It's four, uh, it's three fifty-nine. One last comment from anybody and then we're out of here. One last comment from anybody and then we're out of here. Look, uh, let's see this gas. <laughs> oh, Eric, Eric, um, Let's meet. Let, let, let's go. If I'm not at KPFT, let's let's meet for um. And, and you two um, is my girl here, Alistair Waters. Let's meet at Starbucks here in Kingwood, in the back of Kingwood. Let's just sit down and, and have some coffee. All right. Let's see what we got here. Or anybody in 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 in, in, the, in the Houston area or close by that want to drive down here to the back of Kingwood? Let's have some coffee. All right. And I'm serious. I'm serious. Um, if if, if we got a time, we can just go have some coffee. All right, to all my wonderful, wonderful people. First of all, thank you so kindly for the stars. Thank you so kindly for the super chats. We need it. We need to keep moving forward. Thank you. Um, remember, folks, encourage everybody to vote, and, but not just to vote. Encourage everybody to vote their interest and also remind them that when they are in that booth, that vote is between that machine, themselves, and the supreme being or whoever or whatever they believe in. They don't have to answer to friends. They don't have to answer to peer pressure. They can tell anybody they voted anyhow. But go out there and vote the interest of most Americans. Eric says, I will buy you six bucks as inflation has made it more expensive. Robert Davenport says, um, thanks for spending an hour of your life with me today, PDR Posse. I appreciate you all. Likewise, uh, we appreciate Davenport. We appreciate the Posse. And Bridge and, and MCP said, Egberto Willis, that was me, not Michael Rodnin. Oh, I'm sorry. It was Bridge MCP who put that message on the screen. Forgive me. But it was Bridge MCP who put that message on the screen. I got so many talented people. I forget which one I'm dealing with. Eric says, why is Beto not using Robert? Because his nickname back in from, from middle school on has always been Beto. He's from a Latino part of Texas, and that's what it is. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.